you guys know, of course, that last March or April, I forget which one, I flew out to Los Angeles with my beautiful wife, Danielle, and my son, Gaby, and I shot the movie Gemini Lounge. Danny A. wrote, starred, directed that film about a real-life bar in Brooklyn where the DeMeo family, Gambinos, murdered mobsters in the bar downstairs and then cut up their bodies in this apartment upstairs. I believe the movie's going to come out in December. It's going to be amazing. I played the part of Roy DeMeo's cousin, Dracula, Joe Guglielmo. But Sullivan texted me and said, my next guest, Paul DiGiacomo, who was in charge of the New York City's Detective Endowment Association, lived right next door to the Gemini Lounge. Paul, can you confirm and or deny that? Well, I live down the block from the Gemini Lounge, and I am very familiar with Roy and also uh, Dracula, who used to cut the bodies. Right. Uh, as, a matter, as a matter of fact, he used to sell hot dogs in front of the bar, and when I saw that he was wanted for 11 homicides, I was in the 6-0 precinct at the time, and I, uh, I ran back to the bar to try to apprehend him, but he was already... Uh, you know, uh, kidnapped and, and gone from this earth. Yeah, it's funny. Again, I played that part, Paul, which is kind of funny. You knew the real guy, and of course you know me. But as far as mm-hmm. I know, they never found Dracula, right? He, they never found him. That, that's correct. They did not find him. Hmm. The rest of the guys, they, uh, well, they suffered an, uh, an ugly ending like a lot of their victims did upstairs from that Gemini lounge. So welcome back, Paul, to Back to Blue here on WABC, brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. I kept saying DEA all morning, and folks thought maybe you're in charge of the Drug Enforcement Agency. But, of course, no. it's the Detectives Endowment Association. It's odd they would use DEA for both because you can't get confused. But what exactly does your job entail? Well, we're, we're the Detectives Endowment Association, and we represent over 18,000 active and retired New York City police detectives. We're the union that represents detectives. Gotcha. Okay, well, let me ask you this, then. If you're the union that represents detectives, uh, uh, my buddy Pat Russo uh, was talking to me about this. Qualified immunity, that is something that I think anybody who's pro-police wants to see police officers have. You know, the criminals, for example, the bad guys, Paul, as folks know, they don't have any rules. They can do whatever they want. You guys have all kinds of rules. Don't choke them. Don't touch them. I mean, give me a break. And then, of course, if you do something to try to apprehend these guys, you are setting yourselves up for lawsuits, which is completely ridiculous. So tell me about qualified immunity and whether or not that is something that's going to happen. Well, let me just say this first. Uh, this, this is why we have to elect leaders that support the police in New York City and New York State. And the uh, New York City Detectives Union is uh, endorsing Lee Zeldin, Allison Esposito, Nicole Maliotakis. We need people that are going to work, that are going to march with the police, not against the police. So, uh, you know, these laws that they're enacting are just tying the hands of the police and causing the good law-abiding citizens of New York City to be victimized even more. I couldn't agree with you more, uh, especially the names you just talked about, but what about qualified immunity? What about that, that specifically? Well, that, that, you know, well, that law uh, puts, puts New York City police officers at risk. Uh, you know, they, they want to put information up on, uh, on the Internet about cops, where they live, their records, uh, so on and so forth. And all that does is, is uh, compromise the safety of New York City police officers and detectives. Um, and they continue to enact these laws, such as the bail reform law, that we told uh, the elected officials was not going to work three years ago. 
and it is not working, and people are dying and being victimized at an, at an alarming rate because of that law that was enacted. You know, Paul, I, I knew Jimmy O'Neill just a little bit, not well. I met him on occasion. I kind of liked him, but I did not think he was a great commissioner. And the same thing with Dermot Shea. I kind of liked him, wasn't a great commissioner. And by the way, it was neither of their faults. It was because they were working for Bill de Blasio, the mayor, and de Blasio hated the police. That's the bottom line. Now you've got Shul. I kind of like her. But, you know, the more officers I talk to, the more I'm finding out, Paul, the truth is that amongst the officers every day, Mayor Eric Adams is not very popular. Not very popular at all. What are your thoughts on the structure right now, Mayor, Commissioner, and what your police department today looks like? Well, it's very difficult uh, to be a proactive police department when you have a, a city council of 51 and uh, 48 of that city council don't support the police and can, can continue to try and enact laws that tie the hands of the police. So no matter what the mayor does, no matter what the police commissioner does, as long as bail reform is in place and as long as you have a city council that we, we have, crime is not going to go down. That is a very We're good making, point. Yep. Yep. We are making the arrests. We're doing our job. We're making the arrests. It's certain DAs that are not prosecuting and the laws that are uh, letting these people out on a, you know, right after they're arrested, the bail reform laws. You hear this, Paul, all the time that, you know, cops now are going to do less and less because there is no qualified immunity. Uh, the truth is, is that no matter what they do, they're never really appreciated. They run the risk of getting killed every day. They arrest a guy, Paul, and like you're talking about, 15 minutes later, that same guy who does have a rap sheet and sometimes has real violent offenses on that rap sheet, he's out again in 15 minutes. So why would cops put their lives on the line every day if those are the laws in front of them? Absolutely. And the reason is judges do not have discretion and are not able to take into consideration uh, dangerousness and recidivism. We're the only state in the country that can't do that. It's ridiculous. Uh, many of these politici- politicians have to be voted out, starting with the governor and the lieutenant governor. So we got to get our people out to vote for Lee Zeldin, Allison Esposito, and get some common sense back into the state, into the, into the city, and, uh, and untie the hands of the police. See, unfortunately, Paul, with people, it has to become personal. So I lived on the Upper West Side. I'm out of there, thank God. I moved to a completely different community, which is completely Republican and pro-police. In fact, I live amongst uh, firefighters and cops and first responders. Those are all my neighbors, you know. But the Upper West Side, these people, they hate the police, and they don't vote for people who like the police. Does that not shock you that you have people living in a community? The the first person they're going to call when the window breaks at 3 o'clock in the morning are the cops, yet they don't vote for people who are pro-police. How does that make any sense? It, it makes no sense. And, you know, we really have to start to educate uh, the people in the city and the state on exactly what New York City detectives do, what police do on a regular basis, and all the good that they do. Uh, you know, these professors in the colleges and some of these schools are brainwashing uh, these people at a very young age that the police are the enemy. And that's wrong. Uh, we're not the enemy. When we were kids, we were taught the police are the first people you go to for assistance in any situation. And uh, we've gotten away from that. And that's because of uh, the left, uh, you know, pushing their agenda, their agenda. Well, now you got to hope that Lee wins on Tuesday. And then, you know, even then, Paul, as you know, uh, with the legislators up in Albany and people like Stuart Cousins and Heasty, yeah. even then there's no guarantee that will restore the semblance of normalcy we're all looking for. But at least that's a good start. Yes. 
we will be in much better shape in New York City and New York State if Lee Zeldin and Alison Esposito win this election, and I'm sure they will. I couldn't argue any of that. Well, listen, Paul, it's great to have you back on this Back to Blue. You've been on now the last couple of years with me, and I really appreciate that, Paul. So continued success. Once again, Paul is the um, the president of the New York City's Detective Endowment Association. He's a great cop, great American, great New Yorker, and a great guy. Paul, thank you so much for hopping on today. Thank you for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Of course. Thank you very much. Paul DiGiacomo right here.